Hey everybody, welcome to Smash and Grab Comics, your one-stop shop for everything smashing, grabbing, wait, that came out wrong. No, we <laughs> we are here, I am JP, and I'm here with the man, Tristram. the myth, the TR. Yeah, that's me, I'm TR. <laughs> and across the table, we have... Is, uh, I don't know if you guys read this online, El Presidente but it, of Beardo no, Comics? It is uh, El Parrino. Oh. Uh, no, TJ Hooker. TJ Hooker? I don't know. Uh, Dave suggested it. We can drop it. the TJ. <laughs> Dave suggested it because uh, we were. Oh, you, know, you need nicknames. Nick needed a nickname. Like, uh, TJ Hooker's he gonna thought, be your name. He thought TJ sounded better than TD because I said KC? TD last week. Yeah. And because my last name is Johnson. And uh, so we went TJ. And then he goes, TJ Hooker, you know, because today we're talking about, you know, our uh, favorite intellectual properties. Intellectual properties. Right. I'm so, saying KC, you know, he brought King a, of Comics. King of Comics, KC. 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 All right, I'll be KC. Or we could call you Kansas City. Kansas City, There's baby. So many KC. We could call you Gordon. Gordon. I, I'm it's not just following a name. that one. No, <laughs> it's just Gordon. I, I, I stopped. I'm like, where is this going, guys? Yeah, I know, Please I just end this with, thing. <laughs> I know. I was just like, Gordon. what is happening? <laughs> well, I went with Commissioner Gordon. But yes, have, but Tyler, you're right. Today's topic on, on the show is our personal top five favorite IPs. Now, if you don't know what an IP is, it's like Star Wars or Lord of the Rings or um, Batman, Spider-Man, Walking yeah. Dead, things like that. Intellectual properties named things uh, in terms of yeah. pop culture, really. Yeah. You know, um, of course, we're going to keep it themed to comic books and things like that. But, you know. My- this is definitely a nerd episode. Yeah. Yeah. We're nerding out on our personal faves, bro. On our favorite nerd things. So get out your lists. Mark us down for what we like, and maybe you will maybe we'll inspire you to go out and seek information yeah. about this IP, or yeah. tell us how we're wrong about something, right. or well, give that's us not some suggestions. Because my top five are, are totally dope. So I said dope to get in touch with the younger yeah. kids. Yeah, <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, so I've been practicing. You guys so like practicing. razor scooters? Hey, you want to hit on my chatty snap? Chatty snap. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go get on those hey, interwebs. I'll tell you, I was on the Googles, and, on, and they took me to this YouTube's. Come on, punch into my DMs. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're doing t- top five. My theory for this is yeah. I want to start at five. So yeah. the one that's kind of the it's one it's in there. It's, in, it's, in it's the your favorite, five. yes, but it's your least favorite of your tops. Yeah. And then you worked your way to number one. Yeah. Tr, I know I'm putting you on the spot because you put yours and you're like, I did not do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what? What do you? Well, I he's, say re- he's rearranging. I can his. start with. Oh, can we real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on Instagram. Yeah. Do you know what the handle is? Yeah. Say it out loud. Smash and grab comics. So go find us there. Are we on Twitter? Yeah. We'll hit smash and grab. Yep, smash and grab. Go find us there. Give us a follow. That way, you can tell us what you're loving or hating about the great stuff. Great Tiara, marketing that's a ploy. Solid plug. Yeah, great marketing it's ploy. A solid plug. You know, and I need you. Right. I need to give you a stopwatch, and we need to hit that every like. No, he's 120 right. seconds. No, he's right though. <laughs> no, yes, um, absolutely. Because we set all these things up, and you know, if you, you went, know you went back us. and listened to it, and we didn't actually give those stuff out, nobody's going to go there. I mean. Uh, I'm most active on our Facebook, though. Uh, I do a lot there. I'm least active on the Twitter. I need to get more on that. That's my fault. So anybody who's hey, you, not seeing content from that, that's me. That's my bad. Instagram. Um, I should be on that every day. It's easy. Yeah. But but anyway. I have, in my defense, Yeah, I have. Here comes a lie. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I have that's a so plethora true. of media content. That I have to deal with already every day. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I have 
the store's Facebook and my Facebook and Smash and Grab's Facebook. And then I have you know what? Me a Snapchat account with is this. deleting Snapchat. Facebook. <laughs> I can't yeah, do that. Yeah, but we There's can't. Because no like, since nope. we own the, the Facebook group and the page. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not saying those. for Smash and Grab. Yeah. But the personal thing, when I got rid of that, it was like, if I got rid of can't. my personal one, then I wouldn't be able to access those. Yep. Oh, that. Yeah. And so you have to have an account to access that account. Blasphemy. Yeah. I know. So, but a lot of people create mask accounts or yeah. fake accounts. I was so, Joseph Kerr on until mm, I deleted it. Very oh, true. Really? Just, just a. Well, if you shorten well, it, it's Joey Kerr Joker. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's really funny. Uh, but I'm kind of like JP. <laughs> JP was saying just having a dummy one there just to be yeah, able yeah. To access just to your, access it. Your marketing stuff. But <clears throat> good point. Anyway, that's all off air BS. What are we doing on air talking like? Yeah, that's a great strategy. How about how we yeah. can grow? <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. It's not a business meeting. It's a show. <laughs> it's a show. You're gonna cut that out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yes, we each get five, and TR has to whittle down because I told he has like eight. Yeah, uh, I told him you have to have five and a bonus. I'll give you a bonus one, but your bonus one is just kind of a whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? That's a weird yeah. one. Do you want me to start though? Five. Mm-hmm. All right, number five. Here we go. Here we go. JP's top five favorite intellectual properties. I'm gonna go with Warhammer 40k. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, if you don't know what Warhammer 40k is, it's a tabletop miniature army battle game. I know it's a lot of words, but what goes into it is a ton of time, a ton of investment, and a ton of research. And it's it's more than just a game. It's it's a hobby. They call it a hobby because you buy miniatures and you buy a book to play with the rules. And there's no there's no on field lines. You're playing war, but with like it's like a D and D war. You know, you got your books and you yeah. got your army, you got your lists and you got your everything. But I mean, they're so involved. And also, uh, it's not just that game. It's also deeper into. Uh, you look into the mythology and the version of how long the game has been going because the game is like an overall story. Yeah. Um, so they've been building a whole universe. Yes. And that is several really universes. Cool. Well, this game has been around for 25 30 years. Yeah, 25 when years. When I was a kid, when I was in high school, it was in the mid 90s. Um, it was starting to become popular. My brother was into it. We had some of the figurines at home painted rather poorly by <laughs> us. But um, yeah. It, it's so it's definitely probably 25 30 years yeah wow so but it's a it's a really well crafted idea the only reason it makes number five for me is because i've recently discovered it I'm about into that hobby about two and a half three years total but yeah i mean we were i remember you and i were already doing the podcast and you had mentioned that a buddy and you did it either started it together started we getting went, into it together yeah we went into it uh, as a starter, we split the starter yeah, yeah, in yeah. half. And so it was, yeah, it's probably been two years, I suppose. But it makes my list because of that reason where I just talked about the hobby is huge. And people can buy into that game and not even play the game. Uh, there, are, was... there are competition painters who, 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 who get into these minis and don't do a standard base. They build rocks and and little rivers and little puddles That's and like awesome. blood and skulls and they yeah, really they work cast it their own pieces. Yeah, yeah, they really ground wow. up ground up. You can make this thing and some people make so, beautiful statues out of them and they enter them do, into competitions and they're not even playing the game. They're just there for the minis. It's so funny you bring this up because where I've gone with my own art making outside of school is in sculpting and things like that. So you can get this really great sculpting clay and make those things. Then you can um, sand them and polish them as pristine as you want to 
and get a mold that you pour on them and then you cast it in resin or you cast it in you know some kind of metal and yep. it can be done at home or in an artist studio i do it at my house on my kitchen table um ironically just this weekend we were casting a few different things we had um ice cube trays that in the shape of lips and things um so we were casting you know funny rubber lips yep and and so I totally understand the competition part of it. That's not even the game. It's just casting the pieces and painting the pieces to I'm go with the broader world. Definitely going to have to check this out. Oh you said it's called God. World of Warcraft? If you're just <laughs> Stop. No, Stop. no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, let's talk about that. The difference between Warcraft and Warhammer, for those that don't know. Uh, Warcraft is completely in complete fantasy. And uh, Warhammer has a version of that, like, sword and sorcery kind of thing. It's called yeah. Age of Sigmar. Yep. So there is a Warhammer Age of Sigmar. Yeah. I've much prefer the 40k because it's sci-fi there are some kind of barbaric armies that you can do orcs and stuff but mostly it's going to be science fic uh, you know sci-fi with uh, space marines and their giant armor and all these big guns and weapons and floating tanks and all this other shit but it's like i feel like i've dealt with too many fantasy worlds that i'm just like i can't do another like yeah. sword and sorcery fantasy thing yeah. and like, so warhammer is more so more realistic um, I wouldn't say it's realistic. Future. It's just it's future. It's future it's fantasy future. instead yep. of yeah. goblins and wizards. It's basically about a future far two completely different um, intellectual properties. Right? Yeah, it's in like the forty first yeah. millennium, and all there is is just war and chaos. Everywhere yeah. is just war, death, murder, kill. That'd like be crazy every planet. If that so so the space marines like. Millions die every day, and it's just, um, what they just I've make noticed, more. Just it's it's a nutso world. You can go so deep down that rabbit hole, well, or you can just skim the surface and go. I like this army. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick those up and I'm gonna paint them. There's a few different facets to this because, and this is just from my outside perspective, watching you and get into a new hobby. Um, you seem to be much more into the artistic side of it with the pieces you love painting them you do it on commission for people absolutely and it's so would you a say would you say gaming is second to collecting and painting for you um especially in that game because it does take a lot of cash to like you can't just dabble in it and mm -hmm. spend like 40 50 bucks yeah i you're mean to it. purchase you're an it for army hundreds. and to field an army you're looking minimum 500 dollars. Mm -hmm. that's with paints brushes figures and getting everything you need to table an actual tournament play army like one you could go somewhere and boom, set it on the table, be ready to go. Minimal, five hundred bucks. It's That's just crazy. But it is, yeah. but it's but it's it's kind of that but you're building it sounds like I'm I'm asking for yeah, the yeah, fan yeah. who isn't familiar, because I'm not familiar. Totally cool. Um it sounds like as you're building stuff up, that's part of the game. You yeah. get these figures and you find out like, okay, so these are the space marines and they're you know, this is how they work and so with each thing that you're adding, like you're throwing that money at it, but you're also getting a there's a, more lore. There's a little bit of role play for sure in, that's involved into it. Yeah, you learn these characters, you learn like names now, that they so, are. Okay, you learn are we their history. D and D or a little like bit kinky whips and chains. <laughs> <laughs> like, which kind? I thought you were. I thought you were being sincere. Yeah, no, it's a slight bit of role playing in it. I've, I've watched gameplay before, but I haven't played it myself. You can get narrative with it. There's t tournament play and competitive play, which is complete playing the meta, playing yeah. the figures that win. You know what I mean? And there's that aspect. But there is also the narrative play. Are you playing your faction like your faction? Are you playing yeah. this hero like that hero? So and instead of you can just do it what that will way. win, you do what would these characters... Well, and that's one of the beautiful things about this. When you buy the actual core book for Warhammer, which you can order 
from Rainbow Comics Cards Collectibles, beautiful 3310 South Minnesota Avenue, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, um, you get four or five different ways to play the game. There's like match play, organized play, free play, narrative play, and one other one I can't remember because I haven't looked in the rule book in a while because I just learned how to play a few and we, my buddy and I go. But it just it opens you up. Once it teaches you how to play the game, you're just like, I'll just do whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can totally... Just whatever is the funnest to yeah, you. Yeah, if you got 800 points, play 800 points. If you got 500 points, play 500 points. Just get creative with a friend and, like, figure out some rules that make the game fun. And it, does it require... Is it a two-plus player or a three-plus? Two is kind of it. You can... In terms of regular play, you can get a variation where you can do four, but you need a big table. Okay. Because, I mean, if we're playing at a table, like, you guys were sitting at a what? A five-and-a-half by three-foot table? Yeah. yeah. Um... Because, yeah, good, you, good gotta, you build your battlefield. You know what I mean? So, yeah. This is not a regulation table. They want six by four. They want so that's big, a big That's, that's a, a big, big table. table. And that's for two. And that's for two people. But if you get four, it's playable. You just have to figure out good rules and good turns. Because yeah. you can wipe somebody in one turn if you get, like, lucky on the dice. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that, I mean, that does give it, because sometimes that does happen in, you know, just life where, like, so how this piece for a get that done right yeah, right I, I agree yep um so that's your number five that's my number five sorry uh, to go off on it for a little while but it's, it's definitely a very interesting hobby go look it up or come down to your local I've game shop like rainbow talk to jp he knows all about it and he can give you because it's not a decision you make lightly because i told that to people like don't just buy this box it's like comic and book collecting i'm like open it if you're going to get into it you have to either cut, give yourself a cap yeah, I mean Find that's what a, I've struggled over the years of yeah. going up and down with how much I spend on. Yeah. Easiest tip I'll give you, and then we'll move away from Warhammers. Find a buddy, and I call him your battle buddy. Split the two hundred dollars starter, hundred dollars a piece. Each pick an army, take it home, and read about it, and then play it. See if you like it. But before you can even feel it, you've got to clip all those all those little plastic figures out, glue them to bases, put them together. This really sounds wow. There, awesome. that's a lot of setup. Uh, yeah, prior like, to the game, there's probably at least eight to ten hours of building your army before you actually field it and do anything with it. I'm glad. I mean, you, you could probably power through it, but you want them. They're yours now. You want yeah. them to look good, and the My, glue they give you melts the plastic together. Oh, so like, it comes with hot. glue. Generally, yes. That's Generally, awesome yes. because uh, depends. <laughs> They make starters that don't, and you're just like, oh, they, they make give you the glue that so really cheap. isn't. They call that great. them snap together, easy to build figures. You pop them out. You will still have to still have to have sprue cutter. Sprue cutter is just like a little those little wire cutter. Great. I use them for those stupid models that I make. The yeah, rare. Or You've already got earth. one then, but you'll need one. I have you like four. Pop them out of the sprues, and then the starters usually have press fits, so it's two sides. Pull uh, pegs and holes, and you stick them in. I sorry, I did that motion that too. Was that was like right at my those, face. Yeah. Those too. that can't see, nope. JP just <sighs> stuck his index fingers through <laughs> his <laughs> other fingers, and it's in it. You know, it's like right the, at me. Yeah, right at me. Okay, I was trying to solidify the peg and hole thing. It looked right. like a penis going in and out of a vagina. Wow. With assuming deformities. <laughs> assuming. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. Sorry. My number five. Let's go this way yes, around the go table. For it. Go my for number it. five. Magic the Gathering. Wow. wow. That's my number five. I didn't know you were that big of a magic guy. Yeah. You know, I started. I got presents for you. <laughs> I started in uh, early 90s with my brother was more into it than me. I think everybody's at least either so, held a magic card or seen a magic card. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So we. It's part of the zeitgeist. We got into it in that time with the Mirage series when that came out. 
what I like about this is that new series come out all the time. Too many, maybe. But if you don't... you This game is so versatile as to how you want to build your deck. It's like you were talking about with... Um, your stuff, you can go any direction you want to after that initial yeah. Once setup. you once you learn and yeah know how to play, and that's the stit. I have built vampire decks. I have built troll decks. I have built um, light decks, dark decks. I mean, you can have you have so many different options. But again, not eight to ten hours like you know <laughs> Warhammer, but but building but those you have to decks build a deck is almost as fun as playing the game. You have to play through that deck a couple times to see what you want to throw out and put in, and then you have to decide whether you're going to junk it or keep it. You well, know what I mean? Sometimes I think that honestly takes more time with Magic because the Warhammer thing, you paint a figure, yeah, it's never really, really done because you can always perfect a figure with paint or do something else to it, but you get to a point where you just shelf it and it's painted, it's, it's good. You yep. can feel it and play with it. Yep. I mean... A deck for Magic, though, is always ever-evolving. Yeah. The rules are always and changing. So, you know what I mean? Warhammer does get that way, too. They put new editions out, but not for, like, three, four, five-year brackets. Like, ninth edition, tenth edition. They haven't gotten that far so yet. So, basically... Same thing with Magic. Yeah, and you were saying... Oh, even you more so. No, I was into Magic. I've kind of had... I have to curb buying Magic cards because I don't have anyone to play with anymore. So, right. buying Magic cards and you're not playing, that feels really wasteful, you know? Yeah. Um, and so my kids play with me once in a while, and they love getting a new booster pack here or there or buying a set. Um, but, you know, they're growing up. And so you know, I, I don't want to have to go to my buddy's house to um, play Magic. You know what I mean? I want to be able to get it out of my table and play a game. But, like I said, my kids are growing up. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you need a battle buddy. <laughs> yeah, but I, that's just it. I don't want a battle buddy. Oh, because you don't want to get back into it. No, I don't want to go to someone's house. I don't, or I don't but want someone they, to come over. I don't oh, want the. Oh, I don't gotcha. want the. It's, it's a lot of I, stuff involved for. I just like, want. I just want to throw down a couple of hands. Yeah, you know what I mean. I just want to do <laughs> a couple games. Play it online. Yeah, I'll be like, I'll go up to. But then you're not building my, your hand. I'll call my son physical. over. Play it online. I'll be like, you I'll be like, play it online. Hey, I'll, I'll just go. Hey, Brendan. <laughs> Go get your deck. Let's play magic. Yeah, go get your and deck. And then and then I'll work through game. You know, da, da, da. And then he goes back to his game, his video gaming, right? Sure. But I don't, I don't like the aspect of having to make, make a, a night of it. it. Thank you. I'm like, yes. Some games you have to. Some uh, Warhammer's almost when you have to go. You right, have to right, right, Make right. a day of it, like a whole day, because yeah. you can't just. Oh, like, you know, it's that's with D and D as well. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't like, Psh, dude. You want to throw in a twenty minute session D and D and drink an ale. No, but you know what? I guarantee you, if Peggy got, she's a casual player, but if she got into it, when I come in to buy comics, I'd be buying a hell of a lot of magic cards for myself. Yeah. Not for her, but because I'm like, sweet, I can get back into deck building, you know? Oh, I hear you. And one nice thing with that, too, is as addictive as it can be to get more booster sets, more core sets, like more of everything, you can also get like a, a basic starter deck and five or six booster packs. Yeah. And just like reinvent, bucks. yeah, reinvent your deck over and well, over. Well, that's the nice thing about the actual starters. This is like you can even whittle that down. You yeah. can just buy the starter because the starter comes with two boosters and then out you of never, the box. You never have then to boom. buy another thing if you don't want to. Yeah, yeah you just can just play it. with that. But you can get into Magic for fifteen bucks or yeah. less. Yeah, you can try it. Um, and so that's why I like interesting about it. game. And like I said, every new iteration, the old cards still play. All the old rules are still effective. In 
open play. But again, there's open yes. play, there's tournament, tournament, tournament play, play yeah. standard play, You're right. modern You're right. play, there's commander. Like, it's just like or right. the other game where we were talking about earlier. There's a lot of different versions to play, and you can play however you want. Um, I've seen mostly the community around Sioux Falls is exactly what you don't like to do. They're the kitchen table guys. They're they get a night, they get a six yep, pack, yep. and, you're and right. they go and like they have a round table yep. of dudes. And sometimes they'll do draft where they just buy why... a certain amount of packs, rip them open, make a deck. <laughs> I get it, I, but I'm that weird. would be fun. Let's I'm, do that. I'm odd like that because I'm, uh, you know, I'm almost forty. I'm married. <laughs> so what? I've got kids. Gross. I've got you know, a, a very yeah, early morning job, <laughs> and so yeah, you're adulting. And so what I'm saying is, don't I don't have the lifestyle for that. A whole lot of time. Yes. Yeah, I got you. I think it would be great if you already had plans like, okay. But still makes your Saturday. top five. Yeah. Yes, because I like the game. The game itself is great. That's, and that's I do important like, why I still do, made your top five. Yeah. I do like what you were saying, though. Let's do that. We'll get together and have a, a box, an opening. Well, and we, so, we'll just make a deck on the fly. Yeah. In a draft setting, boom, oh, like yeah, just quick. That. You know what I mean? You yep. make a thirty or uh, sixty card deck, yep. boom, let's go. Yeah, or a thirty card deck. That I can't remember how a drafter well, runs. That could be quick. Yeah. There are a bunch of different game oh, play, play options uh, on that as, too, as you want to. Yeah, and you can buy these sets where you don't have to build the decks. They have pre-made decks oh, yep. where you're yep, playing. Yep, 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 yep. Yes. and I have one where you're, you're playing play. against, like everybody's playing against this like god, mm-hmm. and so arch enemy is the box set. Yeah. It's a five-player game. Yep. Four players get to take on one player. Yeah. It's fun. But you don't have to have all five. Yeah. I'm going to dip into your altos well, again, Bronx. I, 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 my mouth is dry <laughs> from my medicine for my knee, mm. so that's why they were out on the table. They are delicious. That's not why your mouth is dry. <laughs> You're right. It's the heroin. <laughs> <laughs> it's Matt. Uh, okay. No, I guess I, like, I would like to be able to do that and go hang out with people or have people come over to my house. It's just, I just, like you said, don't have the time yep. to do that yep. um, with what I have going Going on. I would just, but say I still this. love the game. So yeah, it made my top. Made five. Your top five. We should do something where, like, a month in advance, and we go this whatever day of the week. Yeah, we're going to do nothing but the stuff that we just never do because oh. we don't have time for it. Well, I did have time because, <laughs> well, like, you know, like Name Matt, that day for, on Facebook. for a while today, we do the stuff we never do because we don't have I, time to do it. Day, I hooray! Did, I think it's a new <laughs> national holiday. I think so too. I did, you know, have February. my brother. Second, <laughs> my brother Sorry. was into magic with me, and then he got married. Uh, yeah, oh, and then my cheers. kids got into magic, and now they're you it's know life. getting too. Don't old let it go, Tyler. Life. Although I don't have kids, so yeah. Are you planning on having kids ever? I can neither confirm nor deny these allegations. I'm, it's not an allegation. I know, it's a question. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You see my kids. Don't You've met them. It. You've met my stepsons, my son, Sharon, and my you daughter. Love your kids. All four of them. You love your kids. Yeah, I do. All right, TR, moving on. You're number five. I'm just, if there is a number five, I know you just have five of them. I, no, he had eight. I whittled them down on account of you yelling at me. I didn't yell at you. I just... You, we're we're going to have to go it's a called tone issues. little fast. Yeah, a little faster. A little faster with our... Mine will be nice time. and easy mm. to go faster. We're at like 20 minutes already. <laughs> yeah. with, with number one, yes. Yeah. We'll fly Mine will be nice one. and easy. Okay. Virtually all of the DC universe. Mm. That's all right. I that's, am, that's pretty broad, though. Yeah, all it is. Of it? But when but you DC look at... Is, yeah, he's yeah. right. When you look at all the stuff that gets contained therein, the video games, mm-hmm. so you have Injustice, and you have that as a comic series. Yeah. And then all the different iterations of all the different characters where, I mean, how many hundreds of Batmans have there been? And some of them have been good. Um, 
they've 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 had some clunkers with Batman. Absolutely. But the video games, the Arkham Asylum series of games, yep. those are so good. Yep. And having Mark Hamill do the Joker, yep. and then having Heath Ledger do the Joker, and Joaquin Phoenix do the Joker. Jack that's Nicholson. Jack. Yeah. He, I, I, he, to me, it always feels dated when I watch Caesar, it. Caesar, Caesar Romero. Romero. No, that's timeless. Hey, Caesar <laughs> Romero. Absolutely. Yeah. It's And that's just one <clears throat> character. Well, I'm happy you say that. I just wanted to stop you for one second and focus on the point of, like, People and fans and people who are even new to comics, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I'm not even like a huge comic guy, but I want to get into it. That's a thing that customer, not customers, excuse me, fans need to accept is the multiple universe thing. Find yeah. one that you like and go with it and know that you're going to be jumping to another one within the next three to six months of a different unique story in a unique world where you have to put your head. Because yeah. a lot of people just come in, know Batman from what they've seen on TV. Yeah, like, I just want to read it. Series. Like, yeah, doesn't really read... work like that. No. Like, <laughs> and then they read it, and then they don't want to keep going because they're like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I know, this is Days of Our Lives, bitch. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like it's sad to say, this is Batman is a soap opera yep. for yep. Um, nerds. And you just have yep. to find your iteration. The comic you books, like. I'm sorry. The comic books is like a soap opera. Yeah. That's why it's important to talk to your local comic shop about Worth what... Therapist. <laughs> that too. Important to yeah, talk that too. Um, yeah. And find out where your head's at. What kind of story do you want? Do you want a dark one? Do you want a lighthearted one? Do you want a fun one? Do you want a classic one? Because you kind of have to come with that in mind. You can't. It's just not possible anymore to be like, I want to read this one series. Yeah. Good yep. luck. Like, well, and I remember after the Thor movies were coming out and Ragnarok, that was still people were like, wait, Thor's a girl? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. In the comics right now, Thor's a girl. Yeah. yeah, that was tough. It's not a boy. That was tough to, to sell to people. Like, what? What is this going yeah. on? And that's when you just show them back issues. Or like when the Hulk wasn't there. the Hulk. It was Amadeus Cho. They're like, yeah. what? Or the Red Hulk. Wait, Hulk's red? Yeah. yeah the green did he turn red? The Gray Hulk. The yeah. yeah. It's tough. Or like, I want to read a Spider-Man book. Do you really? <laughs> which well. uh, which Spider-Man do you prefer? I, you know, like I would Peter always Parker. just spin the wheel. And I I'll would, give you, you know, one. I would always just um, guide people to Too amazing to yeah, because that's the flagship title. I usually just go with some of the like five to six issue ones to introduce people and just get them back. Same thing. If you were asking about the X-Men ten years ago, I'd say go with Uncanny X-Men. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Um, but yes, uh, continue about your number five, or was that it? DC. I mean, that's pretty much it because just it, DC in general. Yeah, yeah. it takes really so, like Aquaman shit. You're you know that? what? There is a lot of the Aquaman stuff that I do like. There are parts of stuff that I don't want at all, like the Batman that comic series or that yeah. cartoon series, the Bat hyphen Man. Yeah, like eat my. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely a weird one. And dumb. the Joker that they did, where it's like, is he half? Albino gorilla, but his hair's green snake. <laughs> what the? What are you doing to them? Yeah, it was it was definitely an iterate an iteration, but you have to accept yeah. it as that, and, and then you don't like it. Move yeah. on. And with <laughs> them having multiverses, they actually do that. You know, this is Earth One, this is Earth Two. With that, you can follow the stuff that you like, but you can also jump to the other stuff and just recognize. Almost look at it as like Marvel's What If series. Highly I agree love, with you, Tr. Yeah. Find your niche in the multiverse and read it and then find another one yeah you get what you love and then expand to see the other stuff uh-huh. and it's easy to do Great because point. there's so much and then the short runs and one shots that you can get for and this isn't just dc for anything yeah um i'm always a fan of that like Are you? martian manhunter 
there's not a whole lot of you know actual series for him. There's one going right now, but they have the like six story you know six issue arc about you know whatever different thing. It, those short little runs are so great because it's satisfying. Yeah, you get a resolution, but there's still the possibility that there could be more. But that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like if I read it, great. If I don't, that's fine because this it feels like okay. Awesome. There we are. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It, yeah. It, it's enjoyable to read. It's enjoyable yeah. to read. Well, that's beautiful. Number five for you is the DC Universe. Yeah. So moving My, on. I have a lofty one, but it's not quite that big. Oh. I mean, okay, go. I was just going to say you're you want to like, you wanna like no, rainbow this thing back nope, and forth. You're, no, you're number four. <laughs> All right. JP's number four. Um, number the Witcher four. Universe. Actually, the what universe? Witcher. Oh, timely with the Netflix series. Recently came out on Netflix, absolutely. But I've been a Witcher fan for a long time, um, ever since the second game came out. I will admit that's how my introduction to it was Mm -hmm. the video games. Yeah. But um, the second game, yeah, the second game came out, and it was a port from PC. It was an exclusively PC game before. Yeah. But the port came out, and I always heard about it and wondered about it. I picked it up when Best Buy was like going out of business, or uh, not Best Buy, Blockbuster. Yeah. That's (laughs) it's dating that game already and dating when when I got it. I used to work at the Blockbuster up the road. Yeah, that's. the one. So the blockbuster up the road on yep. Mis- on forty yep. first here on Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah the, Minnesota. yep, and that old building there. Where yep. Now it was like Jimmy John's and yeah. stuff. Um, that's the one I worked at. But I was there, and they're going out. They're going out. Going out of business. And they had that. <laughs> that's game. a weird part. Point to high five right yeah. when you're saying they're going out of business. Slap. Yes. So they're going out of business. People I'm lost like, their job. Yeah, yeah you I can quit pick right up, before that, dude. You can pick up so many great DVDs for cheap. Yeah, I did. But the game was on sale too, so I picked it up and I played it, and I enjoyed the world. There was something about it that really drew me in, and the yep. story was fun. The game bit was a little on the tough side. It was definitely not as intuitive as it should have been, but you're there for the story. And then it introduced me to the books, and I started reading into the universe and reading into the author, and then you find that, again, it's just like that Warhammer has a deep history, and you can get into it, and the games are kind of taking place. Because the books are unfortunately not coming out as fast as the games are because it takes a long time for them to get translated from, gosh, I think it's like Norwegian. I was going to say yeah. that, yeah. It yeah. was something Scandinavian. but I think it's Scandinavian, actually, yes. I think well, it's Scandinavian. that's a whole region. Okay, yes, sorry. Language, but um, but <laughs> we'll yeah, it's Dutch. some Scandinavian yes. language, but I don't know which one. But, but uh, it gets translated, and this author's from there. He's centered there. And uh, in America, and you know, we're like huge in like Lord of the Rings. But to them over there, The Witcher is like that size in terms of fantasy. And it wasn't stolen from Wagner. R- who? <laughs> Kurt Wagner? Yeah, Kurt Wagner. Yeah, well, we have to loop. The, if you're going to go off into Sorry, I really nerd land, we're going to bring it back to comic books. Nice <laughs> <laughs> yes, crawler yes. reference, dude. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, timely with the, the show that's coming out. Uh, they did a great job. I will say they kind of made it a little bit inaccessible for newer fans just with the way it's structured i wouldn't say personally i was fine because the the first book is structured the way of the show where it's not completely chronological but they're they are telling the story of now with the story of the past so you right. have a present story with flashbacks it's a little tough and jarring we're like what mm-hmm. wait this this person is dead like yeah. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> yeah but i imagine it's one of those where once you sort of get the feel of it then it's Absolutely. Enjoyable. I think fans of the source material going into the show are in for a real treat. I think outside fans are in for 
a treat if you stick around because it does take a little bit to get into it. Yeah. Like the end, like some people were out in the middle of the first episode. It's like, what? Mm. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, really? are you serious? Even with What's-His-Face playing the lead, he's so handsome. Oh my I God. And he's perfect it. as Geralt the Witcher. Um, I haven't watched it yet because I want a chunk of time to really just go get into yeah. it. Yeah. But that's my number four. It's the Witcher universe. Check it out. Witcher in a Bottle is basically Monster Hunter mutated by magic and his quest to slay them for mm-hmm. a coin and surviving. Yeah, it but looks something awesome. happens. I liked the game. Something were, happens that awesome. changes his motto of just being solo, which or a monster hunter on his own. So right. He gets attached to this girl and has to go protect her and go watch a show. Go check out the, uh, the books. Go check out the Witcher Three. De- which one of the, I got is, on the Switch was one of the the top games of the decade, guaranteed. Go check that out. Now we're into. Oh, excuse me. We're in a new decade. So yeah. Last decade, it was one of the top yeah, ten games for sure. Ten days ago, I know, right? But Which we have to say that. 11th, is it the eleventh? Yes, yeah, yeah. so we have to say that. So go check that out. It was one of the best games of the twenty elevens. Yeah, the twenty. What do you call? <laughs> what do you call those? Twenty teens. Twenty teens. Twenty teens. Um, the teens are over. <laughs> um, my number four. Okay, I don't want this to get drug out because now that I'm seeing how long we're talking yeah, I know, about things, I know. Um, so, which is great. I don't mind it. It's just. Uh, this Can't is going to be, spend 20 be a big one. Uh-oh. All right. I'm my favorite intellectual property. Number four is the Bible. Because wow. listen to how strange this is. Wow. First of all, the first half of it is stolen IP. The second half of it has so many different authors. But yet you can quote something that is in any of those books and people will say, oh, that's from the Bible, you know. And somehow that it's looped this huge narrative for beginning to end for people that they think that you can read it and it, and it tells the story of you know this this has, the the huge jump in time from the old testament to the new testament is crazy um that the people think it's all one thing so they've taken all of these other you know intellectual properties and when i say they i mean christians um people People and and then th- and let's, the people and even cut, pe- you know. even people that talk about the Bible will not distinguish, um, like oh in this book this book of John it's together in a collection of books they don't refer to it that way it's the Bible yeah you know what I mean and that's crazy because then you got to wonder who the fuck owns the Bible not, <laughs> the, not not an individual book but but where are the funds going when I buy a Bible just to the publishing house of that particular Bible yeah. Because there's no, well, and you know there's what I'm the unreleased books too. There's a book of Mary Magdalene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the Pope gets to read, but we yeah. don't. Oh, because it's in the it's in the library. That's not in his spank bank. It's Mary Magdalene. <laughs> he, wow. You know that he's into, uh, uh, whatever. Careful. Well, <laughs> it's it's definitely a heavy one. But I I applaud you for your pick. Yeah. That's that's definitely. You know Interesting. What I mean? No, I because understand where you're coming from. For yeah, sure. no. I, I'm not, a, I don't want to talk. I don't want to get. I say long. I don't want to get into the. Is no, it true? The, is it not true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really and we're not. And we're not uh, talking, putting anybody on blast. There. I'm it's talking just, about the Tyler Bible. Brings up a good point. The yeah. Bible as an as an intellectual property. Yeah. Who owns that intellectual property? Yeah. Do you know a, what I mean? It's a good one to think of. Because and I think there would be the people who would argue that it is humanity's because it's treated property. as an intellectual property, except but not but really. But it isn't one. Yeah. Do you know yes. what I mean? Uh, there, there's kid people in the Bible. We don't talk about David, the the king of uh, Israel, as 
a historical figure. We talk about like, oh yeah, he's in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't talk about Jesus. When I say Jesus, people go, oh, or they roll their eyes, or or maybe they're like, I'd like to talk to you about Jesus. <laughs> I'd like you not to. Uh, <laughs> if you've ever seen the movie Orgasmo, yeah. Where, oh God! Hey, we're the we're with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Saints. Oh, the Mormons. Well, you can take that Book of Mormon and <laughs> shove, shove it, it up so your... far up your ass that you choke, you soul soliciting pig fuckers. Uh, anyway, <laughs> sorry. Uh, that's that's TR number four, the Book of Mormon. Yeah. Uh, no, like I'm serious. So, like, because um, Jesus isn't. But yet, we can look even further back at you know early Romans. Um, emperors, because it had just become an empire just before the events of Jesus's life, and we don't think of them as like, oh, they're from the Bible. No, we think of them like of men of history, women of history. No, but yet and not Jesus. Like, even though he was alive point. during yeah. that high point, King Herod was a real dude, right? And he met with Julius Caesar, right? 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 That's my point. Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot that it's Herod. Yeah, this Herod, is a better pick than I thought at first. Yeah, I now mean, I feel dumb about all mine. <laughs> I don't. Top no, five no, personal no, faves. Okay, yeah, no. and this is my fave because I and here's why it's in my list because obviously I'm not a religious person, but no, you're I, not. I'm fascinated by um, the worldwide acceptance of the of any religion as truth. You know what I mean? And, I hear you. And so this, so I'm thinking like intellectual properties of that, like their books. And growing up as a Christian, I'm going to pick the Bible and not the Koran because I don't know shit about the Koran, no. you know. And my dad was an atheist. The way he told it is he never believed. Yeah. Uh, but his parents were Jew-ish. Um, Jew-ish. Yeah. Um, but I get it. He called himself a ceremonialist <laughs> yeah. because he would go to more Christmas services when he had the time than believers. Yeah. Because and he'd go to the, I, I always call them the weird ones, but they're the more obscure ones. Yeah, you're different Orthodox, and that's what he loved was the old traditions that have made it, you know, however long. Right. And I, there is a lot of stuff to unpack in, in just the Bibles and then the different versions. Yeah. And yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. Everybody anyway, brings up great points. That's where but I'm that's, like. That's a very interesting It's a huge pick. topic. That's I, why I yeah, prefaced it exactly, with like. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, we got to move past. Yeah. We got to go fast. We're not trying to tell anybody they're wrong for what they do, no, no, what no, they no. believe, what they practice. Tyler was just expressing a personal belief yeah. and personal feeling about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, if you want someone to tell you you're wrong, just email me. <laughs> and, it's and uh, here's the JP thing. Jones I, at I'm gmail. honestly uh, on it, the side of whatever makes you happy makes you happy, but don't shove it in my face. Oh, no, no. And I know people will be mad at me for referring to the Bible as an. Uh, intellectual, yeah. you know, property, but it's it is. I mean, I mean it, it is. And if you are upset, I would say, okay, it's not when a you think book. of the Quran, you think of that it's not a as a truth, you know, a true literal whatever. But you I think th- that's you the, think I of think it basically as an it is a story, and yes, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's up to yes. you what to you, if you believe it or not. Yeah, that's what you're really. But getting. the Bible's not built that way. It's built of all of these different pieces and put into one volume. And it's called now. It's all canon, right? Just because, the, <laughs> just right. Tyler just called the Bible canon, uh, <laughs> right? We're moving on. Let's I move mean, that's on. where it comes from. Let's move on. That's where the that's word, where comes, the word from. comes from. That's where the word comes <laughs> but from. No, it's hearing just funny. it used that way, it's just it's not something I'm using. It's like when you hear someone use funny. the word to us. Ejected. To us, comic book nerds yes. are like canon. Canon. Bible. Yeah, I'm like, uh, that's it's like what when the word someone says ejaculate, but in the Catholic way. 
where like you say something, but it's only your body saying it. it's being said through you. <laughs> yeah. But when you say, well, and I just ejaculated, shut up. People are like, what? Um, out of your, out Dude. of your. Di- <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. All right, moving on. Tr number right, four. I'm gonna go real shallow. I wrote it. Wow. Spider Verse. Okay. Oh. Okay, so but just, what I mean just by those that. events or no. everything Spider-Man? Yes. I am going full, all the different Spider-Men, okay, you know all the clones. Let's stop. Uh, I'm just going to stop you because mine was going to be Spider-Man. And, you know, so we can just tag yeah. team this one. Oh, there you go. Because mine Knock was going to be Spider-Man. Yeah. Mine, he was actually number three. So, so it would be my next So you one. can do yeah. your number three. Mm-hmm. So tag team. Back again. Check it, direct it. Let's begin. Yeah, party on, party people. Let me hear some noise. DC's in the house. Jump, jump, jump. jump. Yeah. Set a party over here. A party, party over there. there. Wave your hands in the air. Shake the your dairy. These three words when you get busy. <laughs> whoop, there, there it is. is. Let me hear you saying. So the reason I like Spider-Man. So that was like, it was like an experience of like <laughs> when you don't put money in the jukebox, but you know somebody else did and they picked a song and you're sitting there. <laughs> and you're like, and you're like, why is this playing? And then you're like, you know what? It's not that bad. It's all right. JP just looked pissed. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and the then pool you hall, did, it's like, come on, jerk, it, you just it, wasted a dollar on then that. Then all of a sudden, you're like, all right, it's, it's not that bad. Good choice, dude. It, yep. it felt a bit like hypothermia, where you just finally <laughs> lay back and you just give in. <laughs> Spider Man, go to sleep. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Spider Man. For me, a big part of it is we got twenty minutes. The villains of Spider. Twenty minutes to get done. Yeah, we're okay. at forty-one minutes total. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Nope, that's all right. So, Spider-Man's villains—you cats know probably. You might not. We Carnage. Can, I have time to go over if you want guys want to go. Oh over. yeah, I'm fine I'm go- too. I'm good to go. Don't, over. You don't need to go. Don't need no. to go to an hour and cap it. This is a larger episode. So. Yeah, 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 we'll, yeah. We'll probably get to like that hour twenty though. Hour thirty. Yeah, and then I'm be good like, on yeah. time. Anyway, Spider-Man. No. Anyway, yeah. Carnage. Sorry. I, I love Carnage and the mythos. With the symbiotes and all of the stuff that you know, with Venom and you know, now mm-hmm. there's Null, Canal, however they. No, no, we, yeah. we, we, we I always know. said Null too, but um, um, makes sense. Carnage was. Um, it's I, actually just Kevin. I bought <laughs> that Amazing Spider-Man 361 off the rack, and oh, wow. just just reading the story of it, and then buying an Overstreet Price Guide one time and saying, "Wow, that's worth sixty bucks." Yep. At that time, that's what it was at for the longest time. Is sixty bucks. I got. Yeah. That first run, those three I got from here, and one is a I second. I got mine printing. from Dakota Cards and Comics in the mall. They're not open anymore. This look TR is giving me is like laser beams. <laughs> this betrayal. I don't even work How here. How dare I'm not, you? I'm, I'm invested in it in as much as I like How this place. How dare you? How dare and they're you. a sponsor. Anyway. But for me, the different versions of, of the show, Spider-Man not of the ideas. <laughs> <laughs> the different versions of Spider Man as well. Miles Morales. There's you know, there's spider pork or whatever they call it, spider ham. Spider ham. Peter um, Porker. Yeah. Yeah, Peter Porker, yeah. yep. And then there's Spider Gwen. Yeah, Spider Gwen, now Ghost Spider. Having all these different versions because at some point for me the Peter Parker Oh, Uncle Ben becomes that, too tired. Yeah, it it but did it's, wear itself out. It's but we same, have it's your same thing with like DC Universe. It's like a big multiverse where you can yeah. kind of find your niche, find what you like. And you can go in there, you can read it, and you can yeah. love it. And even within the you Peter can bop Parker around line, in there, yeah, yep. there's the whole series where Doc Ock took over. Yeah, so yeah. he wasn't, you know, physically he was Peter Parker, but his everything that was being done was Doc Ock. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did like that 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 they they put Peter on the back burner for a long time. Yeah, and I knew he'd be coming back. You you don't yeah. have Spider Man comic books, Peter Parker. And that's why they that's why they couldn't really commit yeah. with Miles Morales. 
um, being in the main universe to start with. Because um, when they decided they were going to kill Peter Parker off, you notice they didn't do it in the main universe. Yep. They did it in the... Um, um, the uh, what universe was it called? Ultimate. Ultimate, Ultimate universe. Yeah. And then they replaced him with the Black Spider-Man, so they could say they're still being edgy, and but yet it's a different line. They still have their Peter Parker. Everybody, yep. calm down. And then, and then there's then, Ben. So even when oh that was nineties, right? yeah. Uh, yeah. But even when Peter's gone, at times Peter's not gone. No. Did you? Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Did you with the first clone series, not the real early when he was actually cloned. Mm-hmm. But the mid '90s, he first discovered he's got a clone, and then three, you know, yeah. number three came along. Did you think that was cool, or are you are you one of the mass public that hates that? I or did you not read that? I am both because I was I was reading Spider Man at that time, and that's the difference. Is I read it later. Yeah. So I went in knowing what everyone was saying. Yeah. So for me, it was. I was kind of reading it cautiously, ready to stop at any point. Yeah. But they gave, they were trying to keep Peter Parker, but do a new Peter Parker story. Yeah. Because, again, it's the Uncle Ben thing where it's, yeah, okay, we get it. Aunt May, Uncle Ben, Mary Jane. Okay, sweet. Um, I think it was a good effort, and I think there was some really good stuff in it. I don't think I could go back and reread it. As for doing... As for doing um, something different, clones are always a good idea. Um, and if they were going to go to all the trouble of bringing back a clone, they'd want to use it a lot. Mm-hmm. So I know everybody just was kind of like, I think it was just overboard, I think, was the yeah. problem. But I think they did it well. I mean, what they did with the yeah, one now, clone was like degenerating. Yeah. And then the other clone is Ben Riley, which they brought him back about four, three, four years ago. Yep. As the new Jackal, right? Isn't that what he was wearing? That Jackal mask? And then I'm completely silent because I'm like, I don't he know. Started I'm sorry. Cult, <laughs> he started this cult. And now he lives in Las Vegas, right? Yeah. And then they have, Sounds you know, like a the Scarlet Spider. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Real person. <laughs> well, anyway. Okay. So yeah. he's the Scarlet Spider. He's also yeah. Spider Man. Spider Man. And there's, apart from Spider Ham, there is also Spider Pig from Simpsons. Simpsons. There is yep. Spider Pig. I can't believe Can that he they... swing from a web? Well, no, that we can't. obviously he's a, he's that's where pig. Marvel got it from. Yeah. They'd like, well, you, you, we licensed you out our yep. character of Spider-Man, and that's what you did. I'm like, we're just going to use the idea because we own it. Yep. You know, and... Yeah. So, it, yeah. it worked for the comic book, or not comic book, the movie. The movie, yeah. I haven't, I mean... What do you think of Spider-Gwen? I mean, you like it that it's just like they brought together, 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 all of the Marvel universes into one. They brought all of them. We have Spider-Gwen. We have um, uh, Peter and his clones. We have Miles. Yeah. We have... Yeah. I'm, I'm a big Spider-Gwen fan in yeah. general. Um it's just like it feels so ham-fisted, no pun and, intended. Yeah. Where um, in her world, she didn't die. Peter did. And it's yeah. Like, eh. But yet, yeah. Then, then she was still <laughs> on the same trajectory to become a spider-bitten kid. Yeah. That's weird. That it That's is a way little too stupid. It, to me, I <laughs> so actually, her backstory pisses me off. I view everything Spider Gwen as worse. worse. <laughs> heard of worse backstories, I know. like I know. Joker's daughter. <laughs> No, I haven't. Yeah. Heard that. Oh, oh my God, it's yeah. the worst. No, it's the it's worst. Not. Absolute. It didn't happen. That's not garbage. part of DC. 
basically. You said you loved everything about DC in the New Fifty Two when Joker cut his face off. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, she found it in the sewer after like Batman had you know they have that climax or whatever where he kind of like chucks him or into that big waterfall thing. Well, his face ends up in the sewer system, and she's a bum, and she finds it and she puts it on her face, and then all of a sudden she's like. Ha-ha! I'm crazy. I'm the Joker's daughter, and I got a staff that shoots lightning. Like, what the the hell? It is bad. Bad character. Joker's daughter. Horrible. (laughs) Horrible. (laughs) Then, yeah, I mean, anything that I like, there there are parts where If you like Joker's daughter, you're wrong. You're just wrong. (laughs) No, that's a bad one. All right, so did what for you, Spider-Man? Kicked it off. Because that's your numero trace. Yeah, um, you can tell it's why it's on your list, number three. Why it's on and then my I'll list? do two in a row because it was the character that kicked no, off my. You just did four. You did. You got to do your number three. No. Yeah, three, and then I'll do two, and then you can I, do your I'll two. I have to do my three. Oh, sorry. Uh, we'll now go, we're all. We'll now go, we're all just. Uh, I'm keeping track. Okay, you're all right. right. All right. So I will have um, have just gotten into comics through Amazing Spider-Man, and yeah. so um, I love the comic book. I, I really love what's going on in Amazing Spider-Man right now. It's gone back and forth. Um, I hate about it that there's so many different series. Like I, I just wish it could be all under just one, one yeah. thing. We could get all those stories. You know what I mean? It could be like a soap opera where we'll do a couple issues on what's going on with Miles, and then let's go Peter for a while because it'll give those writers a chance to catch up. And yeah, it's just really tough though, just to. Yeah, get people to understand that. But with like, so many, get, it's yeah, fatigue. Why is this now an anthology type of thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. people don't understand that. People yeah. aren't used to it in a reading format, especially for heroes. They're just not. Yeah, but not, I don't think there's room for. Or I I do think there's room for people to get used to that idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what labels should do. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. that's when you look at like black label and things yeah. like that, yeah. and even like Marvel Max, yeah, things like that. That should should get people used to that, but ends up being different. Yeah. Um, so and uh, with the Spider-Man movies, I've liked, I've liked them all. You know, I've I've found redeeming qualities even out of Spider-Man Three. No, you no, no. Take it back. Ah, uh, Sandman's pretty cool. Sandman's pretty cool. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I like the Venom in that one. Toby McGuire. No, I or love Toby McGuire. Toby Grace. I love uh, uh, Topher Grace. Topher I love Topher Grace, but they, no, no. <laughs> He's not no, Eddie Brock. Right? No, Eddie Brock. Oh. No. Not at all. Anyway, all. Uh, let's move on. What's yeah. your number three, JP? Uh, my number three is a classic. My favorite intellectual property, number three, is the James Bond series. Huge fan of the James Bond series. Ever since I was a kid, um, it's been in my life. It's been something I've watched, something I've always been interested in. And with 20-plus movies in its long tenured history um you can really find one that you can fit a mood if you want kind of like doctor who yeah a little bit yeah but you can get into like a dark one you can get into a fun one you can get into a goofy one you can get into serious ones and there's just different flavors you know and it's been going on for such a long time and um do you think they'll ever kill it no not as long as it makes money yeah as long as it makes money and you have, an, if you have a public interest for it. I think Bond it's comes a, back when the world needs Bond. That's an interesting um, one because for IPs go, it started off as a novel series. Yes. Yep. And Ian then Fleming's it moved into movies and now it's a movie series well, it's an, and not a novel series. It's an icon of pop culture though. Yeah. yeah. 007 is super 
you know, just instantly recognizable. Yeah. And everybody has their favorite, I think, in terms of actors. I like them all, but all for different reasons. I could rank them, um, but I'm. We don't yeah. need to. Let's, go hear, over. let's hear your no. top number one. Number one, Pierce yeah. Brosnan. That's what. Honestly, I bet he smells that's good. Mine. That's mine. His Honestly, favorite. I really love Pierce. Yeah. But um, I think it's he. I think he's tied at second with Daniel Craig because I don't know if you can really put Sean Connery anybody above Sean Connery. I think he made the role for the importance he brought to it. Yeah. He made that's it. Fair. Su- yeah. And and I do actually not a huge huge fan of the Sean Connery movies. Like I'd rather watch a Pierce movie yeah. or watch a Daniel Craig movie or even Roger Moore. I'll watch those over Sean's. It's just I've seen them. I know what they are, but they, they are he brought that role into status and yeah, made it yeah. an icon. Yep. And that's why it is the way but it is today, because it wasn't, partly of him. But here's why it's not for me is because it wasn't the area I grew up in. Yeah. And so I grew up with Pierce Brosnan. Oh, well, I actually, too. there were James Bond's other, but I wasn't into it. Right. When I got into James Bond, it was Goldeneye. Yep. And... And the um, game for that was so good. So good. Well, not, unless you go back now and and I think that's it. what spawned it too. Is I was a kid when Goldeneye came out, and I yeah. was a kid when Pierce was the man. Yeah, and he was the Bond of the nineties. Yeah, all the way into early two thousands. Yeah. he ended in two thousand two, and then uh, now, with four films. So Daniel I watched Craig, him in the theater, yeah. and then well, while you were waiting for other ones, you went to again Blockbuster, video store, movie gallery, places, and and there was a huge selection of Bond. Like you know what I mean? If yeah. You, while you didn't have Bond, you could get more Bond. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you find it nice that it was easy to jump into the into the universe. Bond um, is you didn't super have, simple. You yes. It's very accessible. You didn't have to go back and watch the very first thing. No. But it's iconic. It's fun. Uh, you do have to take each Bond era as a reflection of the time and, yeah. and the yeah. era it was made in. Because yeah. some of the things, even in Goldeneye, like the, yeah. in, the innuendo gets a little bit like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's yeah. it's cheesy, right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. But that's that's a, writing. that's a relic from the past Bond. So without knowing that, coming into Pierce era Bond, you're yeah. just like, oh my god, this guy's a skis ball. Yeah. <laughs> but Ooh. that's a, that's a relic from the bygone yeah. Bond era. It really reflects. I, but the here's time. the thing: with Pierce would give those lines out, but he was so suave. Dude, even he, as he had a viewer, such confident, even with a viewer, you were like, you were like. That, yeah. If it said by anyone else, you'd be like, ah, and slap him in the face. And then this, you're just like, yeah, she'll give it up. <laughs> <laughs> but the one thing he I was believable say. as the guy that could get any chick. Right? Yeah, now. that's that's uh, one thing that makes Pierce one of the best is because he took the all of the different things that happened prior, before some of the humor, some of the cheese, a lot of the charm, well, the brawl, the- and the gadget, and he mixed it into one bond. And yeah. he's really confident, in it. and and that's why I put him at. I have to say. It's tied for number two because I think him and Daniel Craig, they both bring so much to the table. Um, but they're so different because I, Daniel Craig absolutely is, he almost does in a reimagination, like a reset after. He's a much more grounded human yeah, bond than we've ever Pierce seen before. Brought it really to the pinnacle of what you can do for that style. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. The one thing I will say, I like the shaken, not stirred. Yeah. The reason you the stir a mar- the, yeah. but the reason you stir a martini is so you don't chip the ice cube, so it gets watered down. So he's ordering. A weak martini and being <laughs> snotty about it. That's but all. I apologize. He's a secret agent, okay? Yeah. He needs there to There was not a get reason to... in the books. It was to make it weaker. So uh, he'd be little sip more... for sip so, matching. Yeah. But he'd keep his wits a little so more. So it's watered down. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and Connery made that line famous. So again, yeah. there's point for Connery at being number one. Again, 
I don't think he's my personal favorite, but I don't think you can edge him out of number one with all the things that he Pierce did for Pierce is my it. favorite. I love Only Pierce, because, because for me, when I, th- I don't know why, maybe it's because I saw Pierce, but to me, his look is James Bond. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's definitely like... You, you walked in, that dude is James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> and he he isn't, because there are some guys where Daniel they're good Craig looking Daniel Craig, to me, is not, does not have a James Bond look. He doesn't fit the standard Bond look, but he no. did but he something looks, for the role that was yeah, it's good. He looks it's like good. a man's man. Yeah. But somehow, like, real pretty. Yeah. Or he wasn't. Like, he's, he's, got, he's got a, his face is a little rough. Yeah, oh, but but that but they put that across in the fighting and the choreography of the film. Why? You know, because yeah. a brawler bond. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back down to the nitty gritty, like fighting stunt core. You know, yeah. Super well, so heavy action see, bond. I mean, we got I to mean, see like, Sean Bean die in those. That's true. <laughs> yep. Pierce's Alex Trev- face. Trevathan. You guys, Pierce's face is, and this is is just fucking flawless. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Chiseled. It's chiseled, right? And then you go to Daniel Craig, and it's got character. It's rough. It's yeah. deep. Yeah. It, it tells a story. His face. Yeah, it's Pierce sure. Brosnan after, you know, so, yeah. Quick older. order. I'd go Sean Connery. Tied for a second, I'd put Pierce and uh, Daniel yeah. Craig. I just have to. Three, you probably have to go Roger Moore. Four, Timothy Dalton. Five, George Lazenby. Because he's yeah. only in one. Yeah. But his movie ranks high. But him as the actor plays probably play last because he did one. What's your favorite yeah. movie now of that's, that universe? That's pretty tough. I mean, I would have to say Casino Royale is the favorite because it is an infinitely watchable movie, yeah. and it's 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 almost as close to a perfect Bond movie as you can get. Yeah. For me, it's even as a fan. A, yes, and outside of the Bond universe, it's like a perfect like spy movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then I like Golden Eye for sure. That's the Pierce era, and that's it's the iconic the Pierce. Yeah. And the Russians were the bad guys. Come on. But yeah, that's a great movie. And then uh, third is probably. Um, Goldfinger, because it is the Sean Connery, but that's the, yeah. that's the standard at which most Bond films are measured, is yeah. Goldfinger. What's the upcoming one called? Dying. Ain't nobody got time for that. Do no you... time to die. Okay. I'm very excited. Also, uh, my gamer tag for uh, over 12 years has been John Jones 007. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is etched, or not etched, sorry. Um, Tattooed? <laughs> it's, no. It is, it is, I know it is. In your... It's in my wedding suit, in the, in the it's label. Stitched it's stitched in? Yeah, stitched wow. in. Wow, you got it embroidered. Yep. Funny. John Jones 007. <laughs> That's awesome. Because yes. it's your nice suit. Yeah, exactly. It's my That's 007 great. suit. Um, but number three for me, yeah. 007, the James Bond series. Infinitely accessible at all levels. Let's go. And it always evolves with the times. I already Something said my cool. three. Yep. Did you say your three? Not yet. Here we go. Here we go. This, one, this will three. be quick. Yeah. Because people either love it or hate it. Hitchhiker's Guide. Okay. Oh, a lot that's of a good people one. hate that's it a good because one. Why? Why? The, it's different. It is way because different. Because it started with the radio show. Yeah. Yeah. And then it went into the books. And people look at the books as being the ultimate. Nope. Every version is different. And that's how it's supposed to be. So even the movie, how different that was, yeah. it was supposed to be. That's a good pick. But it, it is, I will say, that one is a little tougher to get into. Yeah, in, in, in and terms also, of new fan accessibility, but it's a great pick. Yeah. I love Hitchhikers. Absolutely, and it's too. got the humor. It's got, and but there's still consequences. There's still a story you want to follow. There's heavy characters. Themes. Yeah, yeah. You but know, it's also, I mean, they're making jokes about booze and how strong it is. Exactly. Um, I I'm sad to say I didn't get into that till late in life, um, and because I, I remember one of my middle school classmates was reading it. And he was so condescending that he <laughs> yeah. could read 
Um, and hitchhikers so, and get it. And so, so this hitchhikers guide to the galaxy, and he was that in, is a thing. But he was oh, yeah, in. Trust was, me, I went to school with him when the, the movie and all that, and like people were like getting on it. Yeah, he was in um, like the gifted classes. And so, so I had it in my it's head. It's like high, that, higher level learning for a teen. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had, it, no, I had it in my head that it was above what I could that, comprehend. I can feel that kid was such a prick. I don't know, <laughs> but I know him. Like, I can right. see him in my, and I, when he's got a punchable face. Really, though, when you, when you look at it and you read it, it's, it's the latter, though. It's, I know. it's excessive. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. made for a general but, audience. But, I wait, but a lot of people you know, don't know. I waited because like I just, I honestly felt like. Reason. And and it carried with me till I was older and going. I'm not you know, gonna get it. I'm not gonna get it. It just was weird because it was just, it, it, it was something that happened when I was 12 years old and yeah, and stuck that's with an age when stuff does stick with you too. Yeah, it was right. weird. So um, obviously, uh, I missed a whole bunch of years where I could have been into it. Tr, that makes your number three for what reason though? Okay, so the reason for that is, even though like just the books the increasingly inaccurately named Hitchhiker's Trilogy, it sucks you into that Not universe. Wrong. Yeah, It really does bring you... It's more than just you're following these characters. You get a whole universe feel for it. And you also get this idea of Earth's place in that universe. Well, the nice thing about the main character is he's plucked out of humanity, and you are that character, and he's there basically as your point of reference for everything. Because everything yeah. is just as strange to him as it is to you the reader right so it's a great storytelling device because he is such a centralized normal human being so all these things are like huh yeah <laughs> this i was just like this episode is going to be called 15 ips <laughs> i like it i yeah. like it um so anything else on that or is um, that it let's, for number let's rock and roll i like beautiful I, it's a well, good pick got it. it was a good one it was the, you know we're all going in different directions that we wouldn't really yes. normally think about yeah. you know yes number two JP's yeah. number two. Yeah, what's your number two? Lord of the Rings. Ooh, boy. I grew up with that when it first came out on, in the film and really changed. Uh, I was part of that phenomenon, I should say. Do, 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 you know, the do, books do, The books do, definitely do, were do. not... There was something that were talked about, but it, it didn't really start hitting and resonating with me until I knew the movie was coming. So I'll admit, it's it's definitely a bandwagon thing for me. But then once you discovered that world, it was like, whoa. Yeah. And you were it's just, only a bandwagon if you jump off of it, isn't it? I mean, because then if you jump off, yeah. that's what makes that's it That's true, though. If the second that Harry Potter came out, you're like, wow, I mean, Lord of the Rings is kind of dumb, but Harry Potter, <laughs> that's a bandwagon. I actually never liked Harry Potter, and I grew up in the heat of the TR teacher. Our elementary school teacher used to read it to us in class. It's not And my, I mean, I started reading the books because of it and got done by three. I was like, nah, I'm out. I, it was not my... Um, Type of fantasy. Not in my list, but I loved it. You loved it, Harry Potter? It was yes. in my extended list that now I was forced I feel, to cut down. I feel out of that um, being a favorite because <laughs> um, it just kind of... I get it. I after get the, the last movie came out, I wanted it to be done. Yeah. yeah. And, it just, and then all of a sudden another... You know, it's not my the, type of fantasy though. I'm much more sword and sorcery kind of guy. Yeah. But Lord of the Rings is that to me, and yeah. Harry Potter just didn't meet to that scale, that level. Can for I? Me. Okay, this is not me making this up. Oh, that same damn kid was the same thing with Lord of the Rings. Yeah. He, was, he was a braggart that he read Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. But that's one that I read also. So I yeah. don't have that same. But yeah. it was that same damn kid. He thought he was so. Like, yeah. Damn you. you. Really, if you're going to be a jerk and brag, you got to do it about reading the Silmarillion and yep. understanding it the and first understanding read Understanding it. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah, absolutely. That's no, a whole no, different story. Let me ask you this. Are you a Tolkien fan? 
or just Lord of the Rings? Um, like, do I you like say, the other stuff? I would honestly say Lord of the Rings is, is the Tolkien verse for me. Yeah. I know that the other part exists, but I'm, I went really deep into it because the movie wasn't just, like, enough for us. Mm-mm. We played the card game. We tried role-playing games. Video games, Did you and now even like I've, now even if a board game comes out that has the word Middle Earth or Frodo or anything about Lord of the Rings, I'm just like, I'm definitely going to look into it. It's a possible buy for me. Like what um, anything Lord of the Rings, even like the cards, bo- the book? action. Did figures. you like the books better than the movies? Uh, no, I like the that's movies what, better. That's one thing. I like I, the movies better. I'll be, one, I'm, I'm always been a movie one, guy though. This is know? one thing where I will say the movies were better. Because well, the books, went Tolkien's in. not good at describing battle scenes, and I wish yeah. we had uh, our Tolkien expert here. Well, one day we'll get Brian was, on the show. <laughs> and he was too much the other way, describing washing the dishes or describing. Yeah. I mean, chores and mundane. The, if you read the Hobbit, oh my God, it is so long to get through that in, <laughs> intro scene With of the dwarves eating, dwarves eating yes. right? Yeah. The song when they're the walking, chores, yeah. the, the when they're walking somewhere. Up, here's the song that he's singing while he's walking, and then yeah, this song. Right. He, and it, at some point, it's like, okay, how about he just walked like 50 miles, and then there was this dude that showed up. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, but um, that, that's part of but yet, the charm. Yes, of that book. Yeah, but then Lord of the Rings. You know, it just got. I I made it through reading it, got it more than once. Down. But, but you know, him writing lyrics to all the songs. He couldn't have just said the trolls had a. A jaunty tune. A jaunty tune <laughs> yeah. that they sang well into the night. And no, then no, no. That was it. That's a page of... We don't need the fucking lyrics. <laughs> yeah. But then we wouldn't have had the Engelbert Humperdinck versions of those songs. I know. But, you know, those are part of the verse. And yeah. it's just... I think that's a little bit of the innocence in, in Lord of the Rings. He, t- that he wrote keeps it like a bard. The, he wrote it like Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's that aspect, but I think that's a little bit of... more that way. Oh, right, God. right. That it was written almost as a linguistic exercise because that's he languages was his thing. Yeah, 100%. and the Silmarillion was like, I'm gonna make this hard to read to well, make it hard to read. You know him <laughs> and C.S. Lewis were friends. Did yep. you also like Narnia? Not a Narnia guy. See, I, I that, like Narnia I, a lot. Narnia was my pre Lord of the Rings. You know? Same. Yeah, not a Narnia guy. I mean, I think I was told that it was a allegory for the Bible, and that turned me off. Slightly, and what's weird? It's slight because, but no, I know I like mean, the first book. I is. mean, C.S. Lewis is a Bible thumper, or he was, sure, know? and and but he wasn't adverse to new ideas. His book, The Screw Tape Letters, mm-hmm. is a book written from the perspective of two demons, an uncle and his nephew, writing to each other about how to be a good demon. No, okay, and they and talk about the so he's so got, make him view God as being a, in a spot. In the ceiling above him, type he's thing. got. He big. had. He had such humor about being a creationist, you know. Yeah. Sure. But but yet he um, he actually he was. wasn't he was. for a while because cool, Tolkien because of Tolkien. Yeah, right. Tolkien was always religious. C.S. Lewis for a while was an atheist. Yeah, and so you're going back and forth. And as I was a kid, going, I love Narnia, which led me into Tolkien stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so, that's a natural progression, though. I think yeah. Yeah. I think kids kind of start at Narnia because it is something that. Even at elementary school level, yeah. like they yeah. introduce, because that's, that that's when I started heard it, hearing about it. Yeah, because they are those lions. kids' age, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then it does escalate in age, and and the story gets deeper and yeah. right. a little bit more it's dark as it, as it grows. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, uh, number two, Lord of the Rings. Um, I think Boom. everybody 
knows it. It's a household name at this point. And I grew up with the phenomena, going to the theater, taking days off school to go see the opening of the film and waiting out in in line in the morning. I um, I was in college. To that point. So I remember. I remember. I was a kid. I remember, it was 20 years ago. Right, yeah, it was 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> You're 2000. Was, yeah, that's when I graduated First, high school in 2000. So. Yeah, I was high school for me. <laughs> I graduated high school. What, TR, when did you graduate? 02. 02. 2007. Wow. <laughs> I am so. I was old. gonna say let's grab a beer later, but you'll have to wait a few years. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I just got my fake ID, bro. So, I am so old. Yes, you are. Uh, You're barely older than me. I know. Okay, young uh, dude. That's a good number too. Yes, <laughs> like hear mine. Would you like to hear mine? Yeah, let's hear your number two. My number two is Batman. Yeah, yeah. number two, uh, and that is, has to be on the list. That includes no, everything, Batman. Uh, it the cheese ball sixty stuff. I love, I love it. I love it. That is perfect you just for take it, adults and kids. You take that as it is. You know, you can't take that as like serious, and you can't take it as serious. You know, I even the cheesiness. I don't like them of Joel Schumacher influence, but yet, okay, that was his vision of Batman. Uh, yeah. You know, it didn't work for me. Um, I love Christopher Nolan stuff. Um, I've loved what, but that doesn't include all of DC though. You know, yeah. like. I will it's go, all of Batman. I will go to the the villains from comic books, but it's hard for me to really get into Harley Quinn because she came from a video game. In my head, that's she came not, from the animated she, series or she the came animated from series. The, that's yeah. what I. The, the, it was it was the Dark Knight or not uh, uh, Batman Adventures. Yeah, yeah. The cartoon is what I meant. I was yeah. actually thinking of the comic book that just came out, Detective One Thousand. Oh, I got Ar- you. I got you. Not yeah. Arkham. Yeah, the Arkham Knight. Yeah, Again, that was from a video game. Yes. Okay. So she's from the TV show, and that always bothered me, you know, about the two worlds crossing over. I had no problem with comic book characters going over there, mm-hmm. but them coming back. But then in time, she's become such an amazing character that I'm like, why did I hold her back for so long and yeah. from Harleen, getting into it? The Black Label Harleen series. That, that is so good, and it gets deep into stuff. But man. I will cut it off at. You know, at there though, I mean, I don't give a shit about Lex Luthor, even though Bruce Wayne and Lex Luthor may talk, have a problem yeah, with each other. Sometimes they talk yeah. all the time in the story. Like, yeah, you know and I'm I mean? like, to... I'm not going to run out and buy a Lex Luthor yeah. um, appearance. I've, I've never no. like been super attached to Superman. I think he's cool, but um, he's just like the ultimate good guy that could be the ultimate bad guy. You know, I bought that Wonder Woman Black Label comic because it's Black Label. Mm-hmm. I did not buy it because it's Wonder Woman, and that might be why I haven't got around to reading it. You know, yeah. you asked me last week, did you read it? And yes, no, this week, like, did you read it? And I'm like, God, I want to on some level, and then other levels, I'm like, it's Wonder Woman. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, hey, and for me, I'm get a, there. I'm a big Wonder Woman fan. Yeah, I'm I'm a casual right. fan. So yeah. my number two reach of Batman doesn't extend to. Some yeah, of those it's not characters. Justice League. It's not. It's not ti- yeah. Teen Titans. You know. It's, yeah. It's, it's it's not the even man bat himself. It's not even birds of prey. It's not you know nope. yeah. uh, whatever these bat teams that have sprouted up. I mean, yeah. if I, Batman, I like if they come into the bat if Bruce if they come into Bruce Wayne's world, cool. Yeah, but outside, outside of, that, of that, yeah, yeah, that's a good number two pick. I mean, yeah. for you, I would that wouldn't, wouldn't expect less. I I and you'll you'll know why when you hear my number one. You probably already know it. Me. Oh, no. Anyway, <laughs> TR, number two. Right. TR, number two. Mine, I mean, you can't be nerdy and not have this on one of these lists. Doctor Who. Ah. I've never been able to do it. 
And I completely understand that. Yeah, it's. I think the cheese factor for me is too hard. But I yeah. know that but something. But it's cheesy all over. It's not just this season or that season. I know. Yeah. I know. It's been that way throughout, and it's part of. It's part of the series ingrained into it. It's part you know of the I mean? love that. Oh my god, that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> there, well, like there's some things that are Bond that are quintessentially Bond will always be yeah. Bond. Yeah. But yeah. there's things that are Doctor Who that will always quintessentially be like the Daleks and stuff. Just, yeah. If you're always gonna look like that. If yeah. you go into the TARDIS, no matter what movie, it always looks. Yes, it's going to look Plus TARDIS much, is a funny word. <laughs> it's going to look much Time and relative. It's going to be much bigger like inside than outside cuz that's the idea yeah, of it. It's infinitely but, big inside. But when you go inside, um it looks so overdone and cheesy. Yeah. You're just like But I still But love that's it. the charm. Oh, of it. yeah. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think part of being a fan. The when they read when they restarted it with the ninth doctor, I think he did amazing. Then the tenth Doctor Tenant is one of my favorites. Matt Smith was fantastic, and getting into the new stuff, we're finally now, after asking after almost every regeneration, For a female Doctor. Yeah, like, am I a woman? No, oh, still, dude. <laughs> but getting a female Doctor, and they're not being like overly—I I don't want to say overly PC about it. There was a little bit of a backlash, though. Yeah, there I was mean, a there backlash. always is going to be. Yeah, but they just sort of went. Well, this is the doctor. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Like, why are you obsessed with the genitalia? Yeah. Basically is the the viewpoint of it, really. Yeah. Well, I just look at that like that's how the character was written. I never thought we needed a black Spider-Man because the character was written white. I'm, I'm sorry that it was written in a time where racism was at a high. <laughs> I love Miles Morales as a character, but yeah. I think he came about because, you know, Marvel needed to appear PC. But lucky for him, he's he's jumped that hurdle. Yes. He's yeah. jumped that hurdle of, yes. of of Marvel trying to be like, ooh, yeah. let's try and be hip. Yeah, like, yeah they did a job. You know what I mean? But I, he's, especially he's, with Into the Spider-Verse. He's, he's crawled out of, that, out of that hole. Uh, that is a creative yeah. hole, absolutely. And but it's he's he's overcome that. I will say a Agreed. movie that he's did become a, his own character. Yeah, yeah, there's been a lot of characters that make that jump. So a movie that did an amazing job with diversity without talking about it or making a deal about it was Shazam. I oh, think that yeah. movie yeah. because it really was a very diverse cast. So now the Marvel family, yeah, like that isn't just white folk. Yeah. So it's you know. There's, you know, the kid in the wheelchair. There's, you know, all this different yeah. stuff, but they aren't making a big deal out of it. They're just mentioning, you know, well, this is what they look like, basically. Yeah. I love the themes in Shazam. I love the um, the comedy. I think overall as a movie, it doesn't yeah. work for me, though. Yeah. But that's, but I'm, I'm also 30 years old, and the and movie origin. is very meant for kids. Yeah, and the origin story aspect always. So here's what I'm. And Daijam Hamsu looks I ridiculous think you're going in that from a yeah. beard. Form? He looks like he's off a cereal box. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and now uh, we're, we're jumping around. We're wait, limited on yes, time. Yes, no. oh, okay. <laughs> I, I just want to keep us yep, on track. Doctor Who is a good Doctor one. Doctor Who is a good one. Because it's going to go on forever. Like yeah, you and they about, have the comics. They have the movies. They have the TV series. They because have books. Because it's, it's written in the series James to Bond. reinvent itself. Yeah. Because, oh, this guy is too old or he said something in public that they don't like. <laughs> yeah. It's written into the story on how they can introduce a new person. Yep. Nerdy space bond. And to have it <laughs> to have it be the same thing but vastly different, because each doctor does have their own personality sure. and their own way of doing things, but there's still that backstory from because that was still the same guy kind of. Still canon. Yeah. Yeah. From the the backstory is all canon, but man from the, from the Bible. Yeah. You know, if Kevin Hart was to play Doctor Who, you know what I mean? <laughs> you would be you would be like, What? <laughs> 
He's British. Are you talking? I'm in this body? Are you you kidding me? You can't do that one. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Why? Nope. Because he's British. Yeah, Kevin Hart can do British. No, I'm positive he wouldn't. You're being racist. No, you he are be, being so no, racist not. right now. He wouldn't be able to reach the TARDIS handle. Oh! <laughs> that was good. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the, my inner rock coming out. He always makes fun of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So that's your number two. Good yeah. number two. We're all at number ones. Um, my number one is just, I wouldn't say I put this at number one because of its popularity or its big following or what it is i put it number one for my personal attachment to it it's cowboy bebop it's an anime yeah but i am really really in love with that show and anything i find of it if it's a magazine or a poster or a magnets or a sticker something i usually buy it because it's just i don't find that stuff a lot the show means a lot to me the characters mean a lot to me um and as an anime show i think it's perfect circle of animation storytelling voice actors music all of it production value all of it is just like spot on it doesn't feel that show has any aspect that they didn't really think about right like even some of the weird little jokey things that they do it sticks with you when i forgot the dog's name ein ein when ein is all hopped up yeah doing the yes it's it's kind of like hopping except the legs don't move but um, (laughs) like there's no jumping it's just a bark and it's it's a straight up i know Yeah, elevated by the bar. I would say if anybody doesn't know what Cowboy Bebop is, the easiest way to describe it is it's a little bit more edgy anime version of Firefly. Firefly. Yeah. Yep. I've only watched totally. the first episode, so I can't. I don't have the deep mythos, you mm. know, bond. Well, with and the it's history of well, it, it's something that you can. It's accessible because each season is five episodes and yep. it's five seasons long. Yeah. So it's pretty easy to get through yeah. and the emotional attachment you get along the way to these characters and from the beginning to the end it's a solid story mm-hmm. and yeah. but it's it's so beautifully told and there's a great movie that attaches to it yeah. and you can watch that movie anywhere within the series because it takes place after the crew meets so right. you don't have to put it chronologically anywhere it's just once you know all the characters you can watch that movie and still be into the right. without knowing backstories right, right right and i'm not a big amine fan <laughs> me neither anime. for that amine, amine? Yeah. for that right. amine amine yeah. okay because uh, too often it's you know the little kid thing or it's the look how dark it is yeah and for me when they do just those like they don't pull off either version well like the little kid thing i just get annoyed by it and i yeah. won't name any specific dragon balls <laughs> <laughs> um but there's a lot Gosh. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff where it's like, boy, you're trying so hard, aren't you? And then there's a lot of stuff where it's like, you could have put some effort into this. Um, but Cowboy Bebop just it hits that sweet spot for me. It's, it's just so what yeah. I, silky smooth hits on all cylinders. I just all the don't time. Fi- I just don't like anime as an art form. It doesn't Same. appeal to me. And if, so the story, the few animes that I like, the stories have to be that good to, yeah. to make me sit through the animation style. Yeah, and I'm not the biggest. I'm not, and I'm not the biggest either, and that's why it's weird that it makes my number one. But the emotional attachment I had to this show, and me, I watched it over and over and over again on Toonami. Yeah. Like always yes. caught it. This is before DVR. Yep. Before yep. you could just yep. you just stream everything. So I mean, I made a conscious I DVR. Yeah, it's true. But I mean, 
I made a conscious effort to watch it every time it was on. I planned my day around it. I planned my night around it. I planned my evening. What time is it? Cowboy Bebop's going to be on here in a little bit. I'm going to watch it. Wow. It's just, you know what I mean? Like, it was just one of those shows I always gravitated towards, and I always cry when I hit the end. Yeah. Don't, Do no you, spoilers, but, man, watch. Oh. Do you get the same, like, emotional reaction when you just hear the opening theme? Yeah, it's... Yeah, because it, it just the whole show floods back to you, and it's a great opening theme. It really is. Yeah, man, Cowboy Bebop, Cowboy Bebop, Cowboy Bebop is my number one pick. Yes. Okay. Tyler, what is your numero uno? Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Guess what we have in common? Number one. Star Wars. Mine is Star Wars EU parenthetically pre sequels because I'm not familiar with that stuff. I love how specific. <laughs> I like this particular era yeah. in general. Well, well, before they rebooted stuff. Okay. Before so, like, Boba Fett was Django do, Fett's clone. Do you know American history? I'm just a fan of the Civil War. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So here's the thing. The Civil. I um I don't know. I love right now where. Um, We've got this conclusion to the Luke story, even though we did not. Everyone, including myself, did not like. It wasn't picture perfect. We yeah, it did. We didn't get the story we wanted with the uh, like the prequels, right? We didn't. No, nobody left there feeling like yes. I can't find one Star Wars fan that goes. I'm solid That's with what, this. I'm happy with. I finally have a resolution to the Clone Wars. Um, what I'm disappointed with is that's what George Lucas decided to write about. We didn't want answers to the Clone Wars. We liked it that it was a mystery. Yeah. You know, I'm old enough to remember pre um, prequels, right? No. And so it was just four, five, and six. Well, and, and growing up with that, and that that is also another phenomenon, like a worldwide phenomenon yeah. of this thing catching fire. I've seen it twice. Right. Yeah. Um, it, I've seen it catch Star Wars catch on fire. Twice now with the prequels. Three times now. Well, I was right? too young to remember the originals coming uh, out. Sorry, I'm like carbon dating you right now. I was so. born in 81, so right in the middle of the trilogy being released. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, carbon dating and then, so, <laughs> so with the prequels coming out, like I didn't know anybody wanted that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then secondly, go. it tur- it hurt my heart to see characters like Jar Jar mm. so main stage. Yeah. Right? If they, he just ran across him and they wanted to use him a little bit there on Tatooine and then say goodbye to him once they got to where they were going. No. But Qui-Gon... integral but they part of the brought, story. They brought him back for the war, right? Or the battle. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It just... I love the mythos, right? I want to yeah. know yeah. where the Emperor came from. I want to know... I that was know. why it made my list of the extended universe specifically... Because even after some of the prequel yeah. stuff, I can't say I don't like this. Yeah. Because, like, when you read um, Plagueis, mm-hmm. that book is really good, and it gets into Palpatine. Yeah. And it tells you just so much yep. amazing stuff. Yep. And it, every every new thing you look into builds a whole new world. Yeah. And it, it does, I mean, and then with Vector Prime, and that's the Yuuzhan Vong, that gives you a new galaxy. And that's yep. what we're having right now with even video games. The fact the Fallen Order video game yep. fills in that gap a little bit of 
what happened in yeah, the... Yeah, you were like, talking about this last week. You love the game, so that's definitely yeah, one i got to pick up. The story I love. Yeah, absolutely. Because what it does is that's like... What you're, that's why you're there. In the movie, you're also left you're to feel... Also, you're there to swing, swing a damn lightsaber, but... <laughs> in the movie, you're left to feel that um, it was a, a quick swipe of the sword and Anakin and Order 66 wiped out all the Jedi. This game opens up the idea that it was slower than that. Yes, immediately they did that, but there were Jedi and Padawan that were not with. Yeah, they got away. They were just they were hunted down, and it took uh, it took years. And this game takes place five years after that happened, but it's still an issue that this Je- Padawan becoming a Jedi Knight throughout the game is working towards is you know yeah, and. In staying the, alive. Yeah. In the books, there's there's a three story the Dark Lord trilogy, they call it, where yeah. it's three books that they combined into one that I bought, which was so amazing because it deals with stuff building right up into the third movie. It's the novelization of the third movie, which is about fifty times better than the third movie itself. Agreed, yeah. And then it's Darth Vader mm-hmm. is the name of the next book. And it deals with part of the purge. Because order six uh, from is, his perspective, yeah, yeah, from his perspective. So when he's going out and hunting, and now he has to fight so differently. Because before he had the finesse, he had the mastery of all these different styles of fighting, and now he's got size and strength. And he has so many limitations yeah. because he's not agile, and he doesn't do flips, and you know he yep. can't do. Also, I he just can like jump that, crazy high, but that's because of the mechanical What I'm liking legs. about it is, like, we watched the success of um, Baby Yoda, you know, the Mandalorian, um, and it's not so much that Baby Yoda is the driving force behind his popularity. It's we're seeing Star Wars, but from a totally different perspective. Yeah, well, it's the imagination's back into it, and again, the, yes. the, the fun is back into it. Like, we all feel like kids again with... I think that's what Baby Yoda has done, um... You know, he's just he's reinvented that that Star Wars ori- original feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. and Gina and Carrera's in it. Yes, Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Carrera. That was Tia. Tia. I, only, I only know Gina, the correct me. pronunciation of her name from her season oh, you're desist out letters. Now, so. TR. Yeah, I, I'm such a fan of hers. <laughs> what looks or, or she's first off? I thought in Deadpool she was so good. Yeah. Because, like, you hated her, yeah. but also, like, look at her. And to have the, you know, she's strong and believable about it, but not doing, at no point do I feel with her the, I'm out to prove something. No. Yep. She's there because she wants to be there and yeah. she wants to play the role. Yeah. She's it's, always been that way. Yeah. And I've also, you know, she's, to be really shallow, she's easy on the uh Absolutely, and she would kick eyes. your ass. I like her she's more. MMA champion. Yeah. But here's okay. She started in Muay Thai. Speaking, yeah. speaking about that, I like her more now um, as a, an actress because she's not so chiseled. The The fact that she's still big and strong is cool, but yet she looks more womanly than she used to, you know? And I, I was going through, I was being creepy uh, going through pictures <laughs> online. Um, because, you know, I realized I don't know a whole lot about her. So this is when I was first kind of researching and I'm flipping through because when I Google searched, the images came up. I'm like, those are different people. Oh, no, no, no. She was cut. Swiping through. But there's no iteration of her where I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not saying that. At every point, it's like, you know, I don't know how you're this talented in fighting. This talented and looking pretty. This talented and acting. And I'm sitting here looking the way I do. You know what? 
Gina Carano is a beautiful person. I don't know. She's a beautiful human being, and she's always had talent in whatever she's done. I don't know. Go back and watch her movie Haywire. That's actually where she made that jump from from MMA to film. And do you think she's a good actress, though? I really do. I think she's decent, but she has to play a certain type to of me, role. To me, she's not. She decent. couldn't be That's, in she's a. She's not dr- decent unless she's a, as a co-star. I don't uh, think she could be a dramatic, take a dramatic turn. But she's not trying. She's not to a do leading that. role lady. She's not trying to. She do that. was favored by fans before the Wonder Woman movie was cast. She'd been good for that. I she would have been, been awesome at that because that movie would have been written for. I mean that yeah. that They're is talking a gar- about you know her as uh, a warrior woman. But I think Gal Gadot brings a sense Gal of... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. You pronounce the T, I I know. Out. I know. You do? Yeah. No, it's not I, French it's, pronunciation. It's, it's, it's Gadot. Yeah, it's Gadot. But um, I think her accent totally makes that role, though. She's actually pretty good as what she does. Yeah. I wouldn't say she's the most gifted actress on the planet, but no. she's pretty good for being plucked from a beauty pageant. But um, her accent really sells it. And yeah. it's like, they didn't try and change her. They go, Gal, you be Gal. Yeah. And everybody who's on... Themyscira? Themyscira. Themyscira? Themyscira, sorry. Yeah. Themyscira. Everybody's Same on Themyscira. Mascara. All the actresses Themyscira. who are, they're going to mimic you. And it made the, it yeah. sold the idea it of, works of her it's being Mediterranean. A, yeah. mysterious, you know what I mean? And, and like, I, from this place. I did, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, honestly, the way she portrayed Wonder Woman made me tolerate Wonder Woman in the comic books. Yeah. Because I always read Wonder Woman differently in my head. And so having. Her performance now as my new go-to like Hollywood person. Yeah. Well, she brought a now new, I like her. You she know? brought a new nuance to it that no one's ever really brought. Everyone yeah. else was just strong woman. You know what and I mean? Not, Linda and she's Carter wasn't the... even like good looking. Really. <laughs> How I mean, dare you? She's got a butter face. I mean, <laughs> what? Wow. The, no, 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 the no. opinions expressed by this piece of garbage over here no. do not reflect those of actual human beings. No. <laughs> I got but meaner with that than Anyway, we're, we're spinning off and spitballing into Star Wars now again. Yep. Or, excuse me, into DC now again. But yep. back to Star Wars and Gina Carano doing a great job. Can't wait to see you in season two. Keep it up. Great work. Okay, I'm um, done with Star Wars. Yeah. That's your number one. Yep. Yeah, that that's your number, number one. one. Oh. That my number one's done. Yeah. So we're, we're done. Doing we do get one quick bonus. Yep. And mine won't even really be talk aboutable. So. Okay. My quick bonus IP is the Call of Duty franchise, Call of Duty series for Xbox. It's been running for a long time. And you love it. You hate it. You go back into it. You spend a ton of time into it. It's a roller coaster that keeps on giving. It's a little bit like James Bond in the aspect. It's always going to be around. and always. It's too big to fail. You know what I mean? What? I was just pointing out something you said. Oh. Duty. Oh. <laughs> Multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> But the COD franchise. Uh, <laughs> the COD franchise. Um, it's been around for a long time. I thought earlier today that would have been yours in your top five. It's a bonus for me because it's not like – I mean I super enjoy playing it. Um, but it doesn't define um, a lot of my gameplay because I'm into it, yes. But it's seasonal. You know yeah. what I mean? There's Call of Duty season. You know what I mean? When it comes out and you're into it for the first couple seasons and then you're like, you know what? I'll play that yeah. game for like 60 plus hours. I'm done because yeah. a new one's going to come out soon. You yeah. know, if you hit that – that uh, twelve day marker time frame in there when you got time into yeah. the game, a new one's pretty much going to come out because they come out annually. So then you just got to gear up for the next one. Yeah. So it's seasonal for me for Call of Duty. That's why it's a bonus because yeah. it, it's always around. And even if you don't like it, just wait till next year. I'm a seasonal game player and not even like a regular season because I just got into gaming for that one game, right? For Star Wars. Now I'm kind of going to hang back till either a Zelda game or a sure. Batman game comes out. The beauty Sport of gaming, game. man. Just I'm the same way though. Splatoon. I'm the same way with other games though. Like I've 
I, I'm a huge gamer. I play. So a lot. I'm not an online game. I'm not a video gamer until those titles that I like come out. Sometimes I prefer. I'm weirdly picky. Yeah. I, same, but uh, sometimes I prefer the online aspect because that's like. Now that's like my going out. Like yeah. instead of like a Friday night where I go out and like party or something like that, yeah. it's like dude hitting up the boys Friday night, Call of Duty, let's go! Like yeah. you know, and you get six guys on you just hanging out and just you know and thrashing this, on people, having fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what that game is all about. The it's become a social. Conversations that you can have. Well, there's people I've met online from that game that I've never yeah. talked ever met in person. Like there's and a guy that, who's that in the used- army. He's an army combat medic. Hopefully, he listens to the episode and give him a shout out. I won't say his name though because I they didn't get permission. Up on but, <laughs> yeah, right. But he's an army combat medic. He's in training and he's just getting through all that and doing all that. And I think he was getting to sent to a new place. Anyway, uh, but I met him through Call of Duty and dude's really cool. Dude's really fun. I hang out with him online. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Never met him in person. Right. And that used to be an like insane thing, but now yes. it's so common. Yeah. And there are people right. who are famous just for playing online. Oh yeah, absolutely. And people make careers of Most of them it. are kind of. A little bit on the odd side. D bags. <laughs> but oh, I was ninja. Ninja. I, I mean, consider him the I, ultimate piece of. <clears throat> I respect what he's done for the streaming genre. Yeah. I don't. I don't really particularly like him or his content because it's mostly Fortnite stuff. Um, but and I'm not really into Fortnite. But I understand he was Fortnite on. He was on the cover canceled. of uh, Sports Illustrated. Yeah. ESPN Magazine for just, you know, like Sportsman of the Year or something yeah. like that. It's nuts. Yeah. I mean, an eSport guy making cover of an athletic magazine. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's what he's done for the genre, made it a household thing. It's like, whoa. And now you got guys like Dr. Disrespect, though. <laughs> that guy's funny. I'll give it to yeah. him. Sometimes I hate watching his content because his character gets too yeah. See, crazy. I know none of this. Oh, I don't. Even, he's a streamer, and he's age. created this character, yeah. Doctor Disrespect. Do. They okay. play video games. It, it's like a board game, but on your TV. No, it's no, different. It, no, I'm talking <laughs> People, about I'm talking about the, 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 the streamers. Yeah. I don't know streamers at all. That aspect yeah. of gaming, I am completely out of the loop. Yeah. Um, I get when my kids are playing the games, and I even get that the when they've got a party going on and. I get that. But what I don't get is then the let's play to the the streaming part of it. Like you're watching this guy's content, of watching him play a game. But think of it. Watching, think of it akin to people watch people watching playoff football right now. You could go outside and throw a football around, play the play the game if you wanted to. But yeah. you're watching pros do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the same aspect for but a gamer. I, These guys are pros. They're, you know what? They, you know what I mean? On the same line, but that was also hard for me coming into my teens is all my friends were getting into watching stuff. Yeah. And I've never been that way. I'm I going, can't do it. <laughs> I'm just like, I was, I was just like, I didn't hate the game of football, but I, th- I think football mania is insane. I'm just no, like, it is. for a bunch of people who don't play it, and most of them have never played it, don't know they're, you know, they, they think they're coaches and, and they're great call players, play callers when they're... It's part of being for, a fan. It's just, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's fandoms, you know what I mean? I know. And yeah. I, it's, yeah. Yep. And then people do, they do their fantasy matchups and stuff. Oh, like, it's... Okay, the 78 Bears, but instead of coached by, like... It's sports D&D. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and yeah. the fantasy, that's 100%. All right. Anyway. What's your bonus? Bonus. My ball. bonus, Stephen King. That's a good bonus. That's a good because, one. Because he He's will write... universe. He'll... Yeah, but... He, you know, his Dark Tower series was, you know, sword, sword and sorcerer a little bit, yeah. but gun, so it's mm-hmm. Western. But yet, they're all in the same fucking universe. No matter yeah. what it is or how weird it seems from the other ones, it's you know it's in the same universe. Yeah. That draws me back to my 40K, number five. It's like, there's sorcery and there's magic, yeah. but it comes from a, 
uh, psychic chaos realm. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, and back so, to King. And so King has written himself in to the um, stories, especially through the Dark Tower, where the characters of the Dark Tower met him. And so he's put himself into it as the storyteller is what he's become known to those characters. So, I mean, he's broken the fourth wall. And, I mean, a lot of people can hate on King for his, you know, kind of in-the-pocket writing. Yeah, very you know stylized. I mean? Yeah, you know. Not a lot I, of departure. He's I not, don't think he can hate on him, to be honest. I think the guy's a genius, and I think no. people just don't don't get don't it. Don't get it. Because the dude is literally born to be a writer. Like, yeah, you his can creative see, process is nuts how he pumps out books. He writes yes. six pages a day till he's done. He, yeah, I was just going to say that. I am a huge fan, and I can't keep up with his book releases. But you can't. No. That's... That is dedication to your work. Like, because dude, dude releases, dude he, does his, six pages a day till the book's done. His book that he's written nonfiction is called Stephen King on Writing, yeah. and it outlines his work regimen. It's crazy. And I don't know. I've, I, you know, I'm hit or miss on the TV or movie reproductions, yeah. but his writing, I'm, I'm in love with it. So yeah. that was that was a near number five, but sure. What's your bonus? What's your bonus? Mine's Tio? mine's the one that you guys are gonna be like, okay. Kafka, Franz Kafka. Oh. All of his works. Who? He is Franz Kafka. Kafka. Tell our listeners. Um, Franz you, Kafka. You is. know him from the Metamorphosis. He's a he's a German author from the early 19th century. Um, you would know him from Metamorphosis. Dude wakes up and he's a bug. He's a bug. Yeah. I remember but we read that in school. Bug. Yeah. And that what people people get caught on the he's a bug aspect of it. That's not what the story's about. Because it becomes, he's this horrid, horrible-looking creature, and his family now has to take care of him. He woke. He discovered it when he realized he woke up late. He has to get to work so he can help his family pay the rent. And now he's just this burden to them, and he's disgusting to them. Yeah. And they don't even know it's him at first. And then the death scene is this horribly depressing but accurate portrayal of what a lot of people go through with certain things in their life. And especially for the time. Yeah. And then The Penal Colony is another one that he wrote where, I mean, I'm giving away the whole shebang here, but the gimmick of it is. Um, I think, you know, I think an adequate amount of time has passed for (laughs) for Kafka spoilers. Yeah, Yeah. I was going to say. But The Penal Colony, the whole gag on it, which, interesting word to use, I guess, but it's this guy's being given the death penalty via tattoo but he doesn't know he's getting the death penalty. He knows that he's being tattooed all over his body by this machine with what he did. Yeah. That's what's being tattooed. And it's all from the point of view of you're following the guy who goes to the penal colony to see how it's being run, what's happening there. Yeah. And then he's going to make recommendations to the bosses. And the warden is this creepy, sleazy little guy, and it builds into this, like... The world where this exists is craziness, so, and so all of Kafka's work are in yeah. a shared universe. Uh, no, not really, but it all has enough of a close feel. Sure, um, he described himself as wanting to be like a wisp of smoke that you almost can grab but just can't quite. Yeah, he wants to be that with people understanding, which is why Kafka asks is when someone says basically it's weird. Yeah, yeah, um, but that's it's the it's the exploration of human and thoughts and yeah. feelings and yeah and he did the if you want to look at on longer one of his works the novel america spelled 
with a K instead of a C, though. Mm-hmm. I would also recommend Clockwork Orange on, in that respect of exploring weird, interesting themes. Yeah. But but really, when you get past the weird, there's a there's a soapbox there or based in humanity. Yes, there's a something to be said there that you have to look for. Yeah, you have Which, to get past what like, is happening to these characters and really realize yeah. what they're talking about. And that's a lot like the early zombie movies with Romero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Night of the Living Dead was not about zombies. That was about racism. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Dawn of the Dead, that wasn't about zombies. That was about human interaction and socialization and how we work as a society. Mm -hmm. So, And a little bit of consumerism and mall mall culture. But it's... Satire on that. Yeah. It's amazing how some of the weirdest out there stuff can touch on some of the deepest rooted things right, in right, right, right. Clockwork Orange is my favorite movie, so uh, that would have been a great one to put on the You're list, too. You're a Stanley too. Kubrick fan in general? Uh, not really. It's he's, tough for anyone to really say that. He's all over say, the place. I liked these movies. I like... He's an Etch-A-Sketch that's drawing and shaking at the same time. Did you like yeah. Eyes Wide Shut? Gotta be in a special mood for that one. Yeah, it's I not thought, a feel good movie. I thought it was really interesting though. Clockwork Orange, I could watch any day of the week for some reason, but yeah. that's it doesn't affect me the way it's did to, like some people. Like, yeah, where it's shocking because it is shocking. It yeah. wasn't shocking to me. I watched it in college. It was more. I watched so it when I was like eleven. Oh yeah. yeah. So to me, it wasn't like more like shocking as it more of like was like I did not know this way of thinking or like this yeah. style of storytelling existed so it was like true, more, true. it was more of an imaginative thing that, that broke Pink up, broke up for, with me rather Pink than a Floyd scary kind of no. perverse because it is there's some perverse stuff Pink you just Floyd have to look wall, past that right? yeah if absolutely you, if you're introduced Disturbing. to the wall and you've never really your music experience is more bubblegum and Taylor you listen to music you're like that's cool and then your friend's like you have to watch the wall and then, and then, like, yeah, then you watch what? it and you feel like they just kind of mentally raped you yeah. and yes that's what I felt like when my friends made me watch A Clockwork Orange I mm. just felt like you bastards that you bastards yeah that was <laughs> I need a shower that if was you're looking icky for, that if you're looking not for a... truly icky movies go for Necromantic Oh, You'll gosh. never Necroman. forgive yourself. Necromancy. That's genuinely don't watch that. Yeah. All right. Don't. So that's not on your top five. Mm. Well, anyway, that was our top fives. <laughs> uh, top five IPs. Top five plus the bonus. Please. Plus a bonus on a pink. Plus a bonus IP. Yes. Our uh, thoughts are with the fire right. in Australia. TR, oh, you geez, want I didn't so mean to, fought. Oh, jeez, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> no, see, I flipped it. Like where I, I was siding with the fire because uh, it's being fought by all these people. Sorry, <laughs> that's sorry. horrible. That's thing really to say. not cool. I really bad. I'm horrible. Sorry. There's a continent on fire right now. Yeah. <laughs> that is awful. Um, so I'm taking it out. Hey, no. Yeah. But TR, no, I was going to ask you. Yeah. You can take it out too, but. Next week, do you want to be in charge of the show content? Well, we should end our show before we figure yeah. out what our. Yeah, do you want to be the guy? You want? I can. Did you want to? Or I? Did you do him? Me? Him? Right. You? I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do a shout out to our sponsor. Yes. Yeah. Well, because I like yeah. to do that. We got yeah. it. Go for it. Rainbow Comics, cards Woo-hoo! and collectibles here on something, 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 something. Thirty three ten South Minnesota Avenue, beautiful Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Or if you're in Lincoln, Nebraska, you can check it out at fifteen oh one Pine Lake Road, Sweet. 17, rainbowcomicsandcards.com. They got a huge selection of amazing stuff. That The staff that if you walk in and say, you know, I want to know about this, there's someone that works here that is going to have guidance for you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Smash and Grab. Instagram, Smash and Grab Comics. I'm going to make a comment post on Instagram tonight. 
Okay. And I want to see comments. That's the on letter that. N. Smash N grab. Yes. Comics.com is the website. And yeah, the podcast is up wherever you get your podcast, whether it be Stitcher, Spotify, dog Apple, uh, Dogcatcher. I just use the Google Podcast app now. Things beautiful. Uh, There's a lot of podcasting apps. It's a dog. <laughs> no, that's I like real. it. <laughs> Dogcatcher's real. Like it. Tinder, Grinder. Oh man, <laughs> we should get it. If we had a Tinder profile, oh god, that's gonna <laughs> no. Next time, guys. No, no, no. Uh, for Smash and Grab Comics, this is Tyler. This is JP. I'm the other one. Bye. Bye.